You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Co-op Podcast, episode 208. I'm your host, Richard Bailey Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going good, man. In two weeks, we'll be in L.A., so I'm just, you know, doing a bit of exercising, getting my body right for E3 and everything. But yeah, I'm doing good right now. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, get your exercising and, and eat right. Definitely before this trip, because uh, I don't. There's no guarantee that we will be eating healthy when we actually get to Los Angeles. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, we're also joined by Mr. Max Miller. How's it going, Max? You know, Rich, it's going pretty good. I've been hearing a lot about E3, and I'm looking forward to experiencing it, experiencing it myself in two weeks. <clears throat> yes, it's going to be an awesome experience, no doubt about that. And we have a special guest today. We are joined by Mr. Andre Tipton, a.k.a. Otaku Man 5000. I hope I got that correct. Man, you got that correct, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, just getting ready for everything that's going on. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, he's absolutely ready. <laughs> I'm back home for a minute. That's cool. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys invited me back on, man. I, it's, it's been a long time. Oh yes, it has been. Uh, I don't remember. I don't really recall which episode you was on because it, it has been a long time. So yeah, that's been a while. Yes, glad to have you back for today's show. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to uh, get into a couple of topics of news, well, news, different news story topics that happened this week. But before we do that, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing. So Andre, how about you go first? Let us know what you've been playing. Uh, been playing Arms uh, for the Switch. Um, I'm loving it. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Street Fighter uh, Ultra Street Fighter Two for uh, the Switch. Um, I actually been playing um, Uncharted Four, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Breath of the Wild. A lot of little, lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of indie game. A lot of, a lot of stuff on Steam. Heroes of the Storm. Um, let me think. Uh, just Monster Hunter, getting ready for Monster Hunter on Switch. I'm, I'm like excited about that. Um, I'm just playing all kinds of stuff, man. I'm just trying to trying to get back into it. Yeah, that's about it, really. That's cool. Oh, oh yeah, I probably should have mentioned this. Uh, you know, for those that are wondering where Mr. Lugo is at, yes, he does not have internet still. Um, now, he will certainly be back, I would think, by next week. Um, not really sure because the issue is is pretty severe. But uh, he did publish his review of Injustice Two. Does have quite a bit of stuff that uh, he's working on as well. So look out for that soon. But yes, as soon as he gets internet back, uh, we do have a couple of shows lined up. So you guys don't worry. He will be back soon when possible. Yes. So uh, Max, how about you let us know what you've been playing? 
Oh yeah, I haven't been just like last week. I haven't been playing a whole lot just due to like finals and stuff like that. Um, I finished. I ended up finishing the surge, which was kind of a bitch, believe it or not. Like Rich, you're gonna have a fun time playing through that game. Um, I finally got to the final boss, which was it wasn't as hard as I expected it to be. It was still definitely difficult, but it was probably the most reminiscent of a Dark Souls boss um, out of any boss in that entire game, which is interesting because. There's nowhere near the amount of bosses as there are in Dark Souls or anything like that, but these ones are just much more well-crafted, and they all, like, really kind of stand out where some of the Dark Souls bosses can kind of, like, blend together, and you kind of use the same mechanics with them. Um, this one is... Or all these bosses, they really have their own standout thing. I guess, aside from the last boss, it's probably the most... I don't want to say generic because the the actual enemy itself is pretty cool and it's pretty unique to the world of the surge. But actually fighting it doesn't isn't actually fighting it isn't really have any standout moments compared to the other bosses in the game, which is which kind of sucks. But it also made sure that I wasn't frustrated spending hours and hours and hours just trying to beat the game. It probably took me I want to say ten or fifteen tries to do it, which was like the least amount out of all the bosses aside from the first one, which is pretty funny, but it was interesting. It's really a cool game. I really love the atmosphere in it, even though the story doesn't really go anywhere. If you listen to like the audio logs and kind of pay attention to all the little details in the game, you still get a good sense of kind of what happened and what may happen in the future. And I really like that kind of stuff, even though I wish that the story kind of went somewhere because they set it up at the beginning to be something pretty interesting but they just kind of let it fall off as does happen with a lot of these types of games but it was cool i definitely recommend playing the game overall i think i was at 29 hours with completion which from what i hear is like literally on average i think average is around 30 hours of playthrough so that was pretty cool to see but um other than that i just did like normal halo 5 and overwatch matches just sprinkled in throughout the week but Hopefully, I'll get some more time to play some other games next week. It sounds good. Uh, I just wanted to say, um, very disappointed to hear that the story doesn't go anywhere in the Surge because I thought they were going somewhere with the audio logs and all this other stuff. So, uh, Max, you definitely have given me some bad news today. So, uh, <laughs> this is not good to hear this. Definitely still check out the audio logs, though. The audio logs are hella interesting. It's just like the main story just... It might as well not exist. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. That hurts. Damn. We'll check it out. <laughs> okay, uh, Gary, well, what have you been playing? I know Overwatch is one of the other games, so what else have you been playing besides Overwatch? Um, well... Just two games, Overwatch, of course, and as many of you know, the anniversary update came out, and it brought with it a bunch of awesome-looking skins, and I haven't been able to unlock one of them yet. It seems like it's um it's getting like even more strict in terms of the the loot box unlocks and stuff because I haven't got a skin in a while now for some reason, and I know a lot of people have been complaining about that, and um, Blizzard even issued a statement on the, the forums I believe um, saying that they're looking into it or something like that something generic like that but yeah um, really enjoying that loving the, the new content there wasn't any like PVE or anything like that but um, there are new maps for, for those who enjoy playing the 1v1 and the 3 versus 3 modes which is which is cool but yeah besides that uh, I've been playing near Automata 
and I'm still, you know, loving that game. I haven't got too much further with it, you know, um, since last week, but, you know, I've, I've been in the open world area just doing side missions and stuff and just figuring out like the best equipment and abilities and stuff like that. Um, I really like how the game's written and, um, some of the dialogue that comes out from, you know, 2B and 9S. Sometimes it's very hilarious because, you know, the fact that they're androids and stuff and, um, the game actually, like, whenever you have, say you have a network failure, like, you're, um, cause the game is always connected kind of like Dark Souls so that you can see other, other players when they die and stuff. But like, say there's a network error, error or something and like you're cut off from the server, it writes it in a way where like you're, you're an android. So like you're having, um, faults or difficulties or something like that so I, I thought that was a nice touch the way they you know handle that stuff but um yeah that that's all i've been playing this week haven't really had too much time to game besides you know match of overwatch here and there gary do you think that the anniversary event is a bit lacking in terms of content uh i mean See, I, I think it's because we just had the uprising event, and mm. with the uprising event, we had we had an amazing PVE mode. So I think because that was lacking, it feels like the anniversary is a, is a little lackluster. I think. Yeah. Um, the, some of the skins are great though. Like I really like the designs of the skins. But yeah, I mean, besides the skins, there's not really too much for the people like me and you who just play like quick play and comp mm. and stuff. Um, cause I, I tend to not really play many of the arcade modes besides, uh, mystery heroes. So the, the new maps they, they had and stuff, I haven't even played them yet. Cause I don't like, I'm not a fan of one V one and three versus three person. Yeah. So, I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, it's cool that they did an event. Of course. I think I just like expected more because of the whole, like it's the one year anniversary, you know, but you're right. Uprising was like what last month. So we did just kind of get a really cool event. So I guess that's fair. That's a very fair reasoning. I think what they should have did is saved the the PVE for for the anniversary because then it would have felt like like a bigger deal. I think. Yeah, they, they could have even thrown uprising for that. Like I think that would have worked. That uprising event that could have just been like a flashback to like the origins of Overwatch or something like that. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I know that, um, like, the thing they usually say with that is that they want to take more time to develop these things and make them bigger and better each time. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people were saying that they wanted the PvE mode to be permanently in the game. But mm-hmm. I know um, Jeff Kaplan, the, the guy, you know, the, the major guy behind the Overwatch, director. he was saying... Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was saying um, that they want... You know, they want to make a, a bigger scaled version of Uprising, you know, whenever they they do add PvE again. So, yeah, cool. I guess that's why they they didn't do it. But, yeah, even if they bought that PvE back and, like, just brought out new skins or something for some of the characters, I think that would have still been good. Yeah, but, I agree with that. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it does feel a bit empty for, you know, for the people like us, but... Yeah. Hey. What are you going to do? But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing though this week. Uh I just want to say uh I'll be I mean I believe that they do have something coming for E3. I mean I I believe you said before that Terry Crews is supposed 
supposed to be at E3 for something Overwatch related. Yeah. So maybe they're waiting. The thing that for confuses that. me though, the thing that confuses me with that though is that Blizzard said they're not going to be at E3. So uh, I'm not sure like if that announcement is going to be related to Overwatch or not because Blizzard has said like numerous times now that they're they're not going to be at E3. So I don't I don't know what's going to happen with that because um, I know they do their own thing, the Blizzard Con or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, well, we'll see. Well, yeah, you probably will still will still see Terry Crews there, so you know you can uh, give him a handshake when you see him. You know. Oh yeah, I'll definitely do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cool guy. And and he's and he's a PC gamer, so you got. Uh, no, him. no, he no. Hey, wait, hold on. Let me correct that. He built a PC. I ain't I ain't seen him play no games on that PC. So you know, <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, he built that PC. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, you know, very quickly in, in Overwatch related news, uh, as for what I have been playing this week, I have not been playing Overwatch. So I, I really do think that it is it is fair to say that uh, maybe the magic is gone for me with Overwatch. Um, I did have more time to play. I, I just I've been spending a lot more time in Injustice 2 um, trying to look through the multiverse stuff. Uh, and, you know, I think the game is good. Um, definitely, uh, there is a lot more to, to find in the game. But, you know, I think uh, after a while, like I think I said on the last show, it, it's a great game. But, you know, at some point in time, you just it, there's too many other things you want to play. I know Tekken will be out this upcoming week. So, yeah, I don't really think I'll be spending too much more time with Injustice 2. But with that said, they did a hell of a job on the story. Um, Mr. Lugo did enjoy it as well. I believe his review, he gave it a 90 out of 100. So, I mean, the, the story story in the game is fantastic. Um, the uh, other stuff they have as well, playing online, I did play a couple of matches online and they have any issues with that. Um, and the multiverse stuff that you can also play does add a little bit more replay value to it. Uh, but with that said, again, uh, you know, because all the characters aren't out, you know, they're doing this whole thing where they do release those DLC characters whenever they're done. Uh, so maybe there's a chance that I may jump back into it later on once some of the other characters have come out. But yeah, this is a game where, you know, obviously there's too many other games that I still haven't played. I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn yet. I have not finished uh, Neo. I mean, I have too many games I need to finish, and I actually want to start playing, so I can only spend but so much time on Injustice 2, but uh, this week, yeah, I played Injustice 2, and didn't spend any time with Overwatch, Gary, so I must apologize that uh, perhaps I, I, I have not been completely uh, possessed by the uh, Overwatch uh, development team, um, but uh, we'll see what happens in the future. <laughs> um, I'm, still, I'm still going to get you hooked to the game someday. Yeah, Rich, I will bet you one day within the next year you will start it and you'll be like, shit, I should have started this a long time ago. <laughs> that, and you know what? That's a good bet. So I'll, I'm going to have to figure out what, what I would need to give you if, if that actually does happen. Okay, fair, fair, fair. So like me, I, I still don't have Overwatch. I still got to get it. I still don't have it. I just have too many games. I have, a, I have a stack of sealed games right now that I haven't had a chance to even crack open. It's one day. One day. <laughs> okay, so the, 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 I'll probably just open them all. That'll probably be about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I have time for. Yeah, so the, the, so the day that you get Overwatch, uh, 
Andre, and if you say, "Oh yeah, I'm hooked," well, then maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I may have to try it at that at the same point in time. I mean, I've played the free, the the free, the, the, the periods where they were free, and I'm, I'm loving the game. I'm like, I'm, I need to get it, but it's like all these other games just keep coming in front of me. I'm like, I can't play it, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on getting it really soon, though. I gotta get that and Injustice too. So, yeah. Oh no, Injustice two, Injustice two is great, but I, I, I do have to say this. Um, I will wait until it is cheaper only because they have that whole you know they have that gold the ultimate edition that has nine additional dlc characters that cost a hundred dollars now right so i will wait till the game of the year edition and get every character for the sixty dollars or whatever price it is that they decide uh, to make that gotcha um, but it's a good great game definitely recommend it <laughs> Yeah, I was I was playing it a little bit yesterday. My friends at GameStop put it in their in their kiosk up there, and I was playing it a little bit yesterday. I was like, "Yeah, I got to get this. This is awesome." Oh I love yeah, the first one. So I love the first one. I, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued by Tekken though. I'm like, I keep seeing stuff, man. I'm like, man, I think Namco's about to reinvent the wheel. They could, yes. I, I really think I really think they're about to re about to really do something with Tekken that nobody has ever done before. I, I don't know. I just I just I had this know. feeling. I didn't know um, Tekken had such a loyal, dedicated fan base because I've been seeing a lot of people <laughs> saying that um, the game is going to be way better than Injustice. Yeah, Tekken's got a pretty big fan base. It's, it's, it's. You got well, it, for me, it's, you got the Tekken guys, and then you got like me. I'm the virtual. I'm a virtual fighter guy. So it's like, I mean, I love, I love Tekken, but I mean, it's like virtual fighters just got the depth it's just like it's super it's it's the gameplay depth in that game is just way deeper but i've seen the, the stuff i've seen on tekken 7 man i'm just like yeah they've 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 upped their game a little bit so this might be a little interesting i'm wait okay i can't wait this is a good year for fighting games that's all i gotta say it's a good year for fighting games oh yeah absolutely absolutely a good year for fighting games yeah you guys are all into these fighting games i need to jump into that and like see what's up like i played soul Calibur 4 back when that was new and i played that for a bit and it was fun and then i think i, I played the new killer instinct like when the xbox was new and that's about it <laughs> but fighting games man like all these people love them i need to get in on that a little bit maybe i should get tekken or something the new tekken all right so i'll make a deal with you max if you decide to to get tekken then i will actually give overwatch a, a chance how about that Okay, that's a fair deal. That's a fair deal. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we actually st stick to that to that uh, agreement. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay, so uh, that pretty much is what we have been playing for this week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into some of the topics. As you all know, E3 is in about two weeks, so there isn't too much news out there, but there is a couple of news stories that did happen this week. So uh, Friday, uh, we actually got a, a reveal trailer for Far Cry 5. I know that Ubisoft had uh, sent out teaser images of uh, the Montana location uh, earlier last week. But uh, on Friday, we actually got our first reveal trailer along with a lot of details about the game. Uh, so we do know, based on the trailer, that uh, it does take place in uh, Montana. Uh, you have to take down a religious cult. Um, 
And outside of that, you know, we, we, we do know that it will, of course, as most Far, Far Cry games do have, it will have some of the same things, but there will be some new things. There will be a, a co-op campaign, and they have three different characters they introduced in the actual trailer and in separate trailers as well. Um, there will be some custom customization options with the character. Uh, I believe you can be male or female, uh, and they guess you can choose the uh, ethnicity of the character. And um, there's going to also have, uh, I believe, aerial dog fights as well. Some of that stuff. But uh, again, we don't really know too much information uh, because, you know, I do know we are going to see it at E3 because Ubisoft has confirmed it's going to be at E3. But I wanted to get you guys' reactions on the trailer because I know uh, a lot of people think that there's some controversy behind the game. Um, but I just want to get you guys' thoughts on the trailer. Are you excited for Far Cry 5 or do you think... Uh, well, I need to see more before I can get excited about this game. Um, I'm not like super, super hyped yet just because we haven't seen a whole lot. Uh, I'm getting kind of Outlast 2 vibes with the uh, religious cult and everything like that, which is interesting. And um, I haven't played a Far Cry since like the third game, which I really, really enjoyed. But I don't, I don't know. I think I want to see more on the game before... I uh, make any decisions on it. I really like the idea of the full co-op campaign, though. I think that's really, really cool, because I know the previous games always had, like, co-op missions, but they didn't have, like, the full co-op campaign. And then as for the controversy, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm kind of with Tony on this one. I saw Tony was tweeting about the fact that everyone's just trying to make issues where there really aren't, and they're ignoring, like, talking about the game. (laughs) And I'm kind of with that. Like, I just want to hear about the game. Like, I think that there have been way more controversial things that have happened in games than anything Far Cry 5 is trying to tackle. Um, maybe just because it's, like, in America, maybe that's why, like, this stuff is kind of happening and because we're in a really weird, like, extreme political state right now. So maybe people are just trying to make issues where there aren't. Um, I'm not 100% in on that whole side of things. I kind of ignored it when it happened, but that's just, like, kind of my general thoughts on the thing. What, what the is the controversy, anyway? I don't understand it. What is the controversy? Um, or Rich, you probably know more than I do on this, actually. Okay, so I know that there are a lot of people, they looked at the fact that, uh, you know, that religion is talked about within the game, and basically they're trying to say that, well, you know, the state of the country now is pretty much, is very volatile. It feels as though that uh, a lot of things are, you know, religion is steadily declining here in America. And they're saying that this is an event that can actually happen where there are people that start their own religious cult because it's not really a just a typical religious cult. This is their own cult that they're starting, but they're killing people and all this other type of stuff because they don't convert to their beliefs. Um, so I don't really know. I mean, a lot of people have tried to say, well, it's tied to the government and all this other stuff. But I, I don't really see that uh, quite yet. Um, but I yeah, do know. I that think you, people are. Oh, are I was going to say people are reading way too much into it. But but I will will say this, though. Uh, The director of the game, Dan Hay, like you guys said, you know, you 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 mentioned that, you know, Tony had said to stay away from the controversy. But even Ubisoft is is using this to their advantage because the director himself, Dan Hay, has said this is based on the current events. And it's pretty much based on a situation of something that could possibly happen because... Everything just feels like it's a little out of control at the moment. 
So yeah, yeah, they yeah. did say that they did heavy research into these types of people and that they actually exist and are out there. So that probably helped fuel some of the controversy. Yeah, I mean, well, like. It's just based on a lot of realism, like the stuff that's going on. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, when I looked at it, I was like, man, this is like some Jim Jones type stuff right here. I'm like, OK, um, I can see them take I can see the, in the I can see the game probably taking it to the extreme. Um, I I understand the controversy, but eh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think they should read too much into it. You know, I don't. It, it, you have to see the as the game unfolds, probably. But they'll probably have more images later on that'll probably probably stir up the fire even more. But um I don't know. It, it's like I said, it looks good. It looks good. I mean, I'm a I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Far Cry, so you know, we'll see. Yeah. Do you guys think they're gonna like really follow through on this, or do you think that kind of like most? Well, I shouldn't say most Ubisoft games, but um, do you think that the story will just kind of not have a huge impact? Do you think it'll just kind of take like a side, and the game will just be like ridiculous and over the top in terms of gameplay, like most of them are? Yeah, like, I, I don't think it will be that deep, personally, because, like, from experience, Far Cry games, like, the story isn't always that immersive. Like, it's the gameplay yeah. that's, like, the, the main focus of the game, to be honest. And, like, I, like my, my stance on it is some of the best fiction is based on reality, like, based on, you know, real-life events that are occurring or have occurred or you know possibly might occur so it just you know like this stuff like you gotta look at the positives like it can make the storytelling even stronger for this game the fact that you know it's something that's possible i just i I think people are reading way too much into it yeah i hope the story gets hope the story continues the momentum like i remember i think it was far cry 3 the the story got you into the game but as the game went on the story kind of like fell apart and you're like what and I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I got th- I, I got through it, but I was like, man, I was let down at the end. I was like, man, this story kind of like fell off a cliff. What happened? <laughs> it was just weird. But it was a good game, though. It was still a good game, though. I just hope they keep that story momentum momentum up to the end because it just, yeah. Ubisoft has a track record of sometimes the story falling off a little bit. And you're like, what? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think that's what puts me off of most of the Far Cry games because, like, I kind of drop off like you know a quarter of the way through and i think it's because the storytelling usually isn't gripping enough but i'm sorry to cut you off max Go oh ahead. no gary you're good um oh shit what was i gonna say um it was related to oh and it's like um i think i like the fact that they like go really deep into research like what you're saying gary earlier about how based on realism is like great storytelling i agree with that like i think that's interesting to explore this kind of stuff because I'm not going to be able to otherwise. I'm not going to go to Montana and, like, search for these religious cults. You know what I mean? Like, I could do research on the internet and read about it, of course, but this is just, like, a way to for me to, like, really experience it. You know what I mean? And, like, one of the best ways possible without actually going and doing it, you know? Assuming that they stick to that sort of realism. But knowing Far Cry, they're probably going to go really ridiculous. Like, I know Rich was saying they're going to have dog fights and stuff, which is pretty funny. But, um... I will say that in the trailer, like, the characters seem kind of interesting. Like, the ones who are, like, uh, I remember there's this one girl, this bartender. She was like, oh, yeah, this bar's been in my family for years, and, like, we loved it. And then they came, and they killed all my family. And then she, like, shows all of her guns and everything like that. I think that's kind of cool. They're, like, showing, like, these different sides that are going to be in the game and your different allies and the different enemies and stuff. Like, I think it makes for an interesting 
like topic and an interesting story, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, now let, let, let me just say one thing and, and Gary will agree with this. Well, Gary, actually you already know what I'm going to say. I'm totally fine yes, with the, uh, I'm totally fine with the, uh, the additional characters, you know, the allies, I just have to ask Ubisoft for one favor, and that is do not kill off the black guy that they showed that is an ally. <laughs> because uh, this that, that Gary said as soon as he saw the video, oh, they're going to kill the black character. So I hope they don't do that. Yeah, I see that coming. But, um, oh. I, didn't, I didn't say anything either, but I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I was, I was like, "Yep, he's gonna die," and I just let it, I let it go. I was like, "Yep, he's gonna die," and it's just, yeah. I'm glad somebody else yeah, said um, it. The the fact that um that this game is in Montana as well, I find that intriguing because like that seems like uh it's a state, right? I don't yeah. be wrong. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I, that that's a state that um that we don't usually hear about. So that's got me interested as well. Like you know. I don't know how accurate it's going to be, you know, in in terms of the game design, but that's like a, a state that we never really hear about. So I find that interesting as well. Yeah, uh, and, and and the irony of it being a Hope County, um, when really you know it's all types of ridiculous stuff going on in the, in that particular area. So um, the story could be interesting. I, I think uh, the main thing. That a lot of Far Cry fans are, they're hoping for a different experience, you know, because I, now I did play Far Cry 3. Um, I, I have to agree with you guys. The story did go off the deep end. The, the, the villain they had for that game was fantastic. That's a, a very strong villain. So I did play Far Cry 4. And there's a lot of things that are very similar about Far Cry 4 and 3. And that my concern with this game is that, you know, I don't want it to be the same copy paste uh type of stuff to because they, they they turn these games out so quick um it's not like before when they took years to develop these some of these games because i know far cry 2 i believe that it took about four years in between that and far cry 3 but this time it's a little bit less than that so i'm hoping that uh there is some things that are new to the actual gameplay experience and it's not the same because i think that's the one thing that fans they will be. They will have a lot of complaints about if it is the same, um, and it doesn't really have anything new that it brings to the table. So, we'll see about that. But uh, any other thoughts you wanted to say about Far Cry before we move on to the next topic? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just waiting to see more about the game, to be honest. But yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so, I mean, I, like, like I said, I know it is going to be at E3, so, you know, we will find out more information about that, including Assassin's Creed, which I think uh, I'm looking forward to more than this particular game. Um, but, yeah, we'll definitely share more details as we get them. <laughs> okay, so, next topic. This topic probably won't go long. We do know that the Xbox Game Pass is out right now for Gold subscribers, Supposed to launch on June first for uh, everyone else, um, but uh, yeah, I believe that there are about a hundred games that I did see. I did have a look at that because uh, you know it's a fourteen day trial that you get when you sign up for it. But um, I don't know if uh, you guys had any initial thoughts on the service so far. I do have a couple things that that I will say about it. But uh, Max, I know you uh, 
maybe took a look at it. So what do you think of the uh, Xbox Game Pass? Uh, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea, and it's definitely great value for the money. Um, I'm not too affected by it, just because I have hella games in my backlog to play, you know what I mean? And um, I think a lot of the games in the Game Pass I own already, but it'll be cool to see what kind of games they cycle in and out. But um, I guess my one complaint, per se, is uh, Mark actually brought this up to me uh, the other day. Um, a lot of the games in the Game Pass are games that you just have with Rare Replay. Like, if you had bought Rare Replay, you own, like, I think it, it was a significant chunk of the Game Pass, which, like, doesn't bum me out because you're still getting, like, 80 other games or so for $10, so it's definitely still worth it. But I just thought that was a little bit of a cop-out. But it's definitely, like, that's just me kind of finding something to complain about. I think it's definitely a great service, and I can't really see this going wrong in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I also agree that it is, it is a great service. I, I don't particularly think it's a service for me because, you know, already have a ton of games on Xbox. You know, we also get games on Games with Gold free every single month. So I, I don't think it's necessarily for me, but I do think for those that want to sample, uh, that's a great option to have. Now, I do know Phil Spencer has said in the past he wants to this to be seen as sort of a Netflix for games. I think if they're going to do that, though, they have to offer something uh, unique or new or different to the actual platform. Like, like Netflix has a lot of shows that they have on there, like uh, House of Cards, etc., um, so I think they would need to have something spe specific on Xbox Game Pass if they're going to go in that direction, whether it's uh, episodic or not. Um, but for now, I, I mean, I think it's a great service, but I just I don't have a need for it at the moment. But uh, well, well, what do you guys think about it? Yeah, like I, I don't think you can really compare it to Netflix, like like you said. You know, Netflix is a service that has a lot of original content that you can only get on Netflix. So until this service has that, like, it's not really right to compare it to next Netflix and say that it's the Netflix of games just yet. But I will say this is just the beginning stages of the service. So, you know, they, they could in the future, we don't know what they're going to do. They could offer a lot of original stuff to people who have Game Pass. So we just got to wait and see what they do. And um, I think I feel like until they manage to get people like you guys who, who are Xbox owners and have played a lot of games already to subscribe to the service, uh, I don't think it will be successful until they find a way to do that. You know? yeah. Do you think they... Oh, sorry, Andre, go ahead. I mean, it'd be a... The one thing they could do, I mean, they could offer a... You know, because the 360 library is like extremely diverse like there's tons of different games they might have to diver diversify the lineup of games that you can get with game pass to get a lot of people into it um because a lot of like you said a lot of the games you know if you're an ex if you're an xbox owner you probably have most of these games or you probably beat most of these games or whatever if they could offer you know maybe something with the, like indie devs indie devs or something just like you know, put some indie games up there just you know for something that people haven't tried or you know that'll be something that'll get people interested so they i mean microsoft's really got a they're in a really fragile state right now i don't know in my mind they are it's kind of like they really gotta they really gotta vary things up a little bit they can't offer the same old stuff over and over again because 
people are just going to stop. They're going to lose interest in the game. You know, game game passes. I mean, it's a ex, it's an excellent idea. And sorry, sorry, Sony fans, but it's it's I think it's way better than PlayStation now as far as the value. Um, but I mean, it's, it's as long as they keep the diversity there and to keep the games varied enough to where people can find something new and fresh to play. I think it'll I think it'll be fine. I'm just, um, I agree with you there. I think, I know they have some indie games on there, but I think if they made a really big indie push on there, someone like me especially, would, I would totally jump on that. That's a that's a great idea, especially to start out with. But um, what I was going to say is, what do you guys think they could do for exclusive content? Because I can't see them, unless it is a small indie game, I can't see them, Microsoft, like, making a game and just only putting it on, on a Game Pass, you know what I mean? Because... That's like, because Netflix, their exclusive content is shows that they make. Microsoft already makes games, you know, they're just thrown on the Xbox for everyone. Um, I don't know if they would just like create a game, just throw it on Game Pass, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, I don't know if that would work. I don't know if that would attract enough attention or enough people to do it. Uh, That's a good question. Um, I'm not really sure what they can make. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, I, I think you made a good point when you mentioned the indie devs. Um, okay, how about this? You know, they do have that game preview program where I guess you're able to try games out before. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe they can include something like that because I know uh, they did that for uh, a couple of games. I don't know if it was a, a success, but uh, maybe that is an option. Yeah, something just maybe with like the, some of the newer teams or something. I mean, maybe they can give them like a you know a ID and Xbox type of um, deal where hey, you, if you want to make want to make games for Xbox, hey, we'll, we'll put your game on Game Pass, and you know, just it's just it's just got they got to do something different. They got to look outside the box. I mean, the service the service sounds great, but it's got they just got to think outside the box to keep keep the interest going, and that's a good idea. I, I mean, the indie. Indie or a preview of a of a you know a preview of a new game or you know like a you know you know like a early early demo of a game before the demo comes out or something like that or you know something like that it's just something to get people interested because you gotta yeah like I said Microsoft's gotta they gotta really play this really careful because it could backfire if they don't do it right yeah yeah I guess kind of like EA Access how they gave um, people who have that what was it, an extra five days in Andromeda? That's something they could definitely do with Game Pass, but, like, more beneficial than just five days. Yeah, that would be good. Something. Yes, well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll see. Uh, I guess the the other question to ask about this is, uh, now, do you guys think that Sony will have a response to this at E3 in terms of maybe a price drop for PlayStation Now or some type of uh, incentive? Because I, I think that they will have something. Um, yeah, I, I really I really think they should. Like, they, uh, they definitely have to respond to this because, like, Xbox has backwards compatibility now, and now they have Game Pass. So... Um, Sony has to do something in terms of making PS Now more affordable and more feasible for people. Um, and like I said, they should tie it in with PlayStation uh, Plus and, you know, maybe just make like an extra tier of it or something to where you get access to PS Now. 
but yeah, I, I do think they have to do something. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, PlayStation Now is just, I mean, when you look at Game Pass versus PlayStation Now, I mean, it's just, it's completely different. It's, it's, I mean, I love this. Like I said, PlayStation Now is a good service. It's just, it's, a, it's really pricey. It's for the, you know, I mean, you get a lot of stuff, but it's like, it's sometimes you look at it like, yeah, that's not enough. I mean, if you don't have a lot of the games, I mean, it's, it's worth it, but you know, even some of those games you can buy for like, you know, you can probably buy a physical copy of some of those games for like four or five bucks somewhere, but you know. It's. It, I mean, like I said it's a good service, but I mean, Microsoft's. They, they, if Microsoft steps their game up, they could really, you know, really eat their lunch on that. But I hope, I hope they. I hope they do have a response because the consumers deserve it. You deserve to get something. You know, you know. Like I said, PlayStation Now is PlayStation Now is great. It's just it's just too pricey for what it does to me. That's just that's just me personally, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I know Gary has used the service and he he thinks very highly of it. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe well, they. Yeah, I don't mean, don't yeah. think I'm knocking it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just like it's a little high for me. <laughs> because I, I just was looking at it like I was. I wanted to get it. I was like, "Woo, that's like." And I have a lot of those games. I was like, "That's a lot of money." I was like, "I don't know." Yeah. Well, I mean, in the interest of getting on Sony's good side for something. Um, yeah, PlayStation Now is amazing. Everyone. Should <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be sure to let them know that you said this. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, any other thoughts on uh, Game Pass before we move on to the next topic? I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah, I think we're all good. Okay. I want to add this onto the list because I think uh, we somehow overlooked this, but I was reminded about it because it's something that I had said before. We also got some news this week that Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed to spring 2018. So um, I want to ask you guys if this news is surprising because it shouldn't be a surprise, but uh, what are your thoughts on this game getting delayed till next year? <laughs> it's all good to me. It's I say take as much time as you need. Yeah. Because if it's because if I mean it took it I think think what Grand Theft Auto Five got that got delayed like three times or something or two or three times, and it came out phenomenal. So hey, Rockstar, take your time. I got I got a whole stack of games to play anyway. Take your time. Yes, I agree with that a hundred percent. Max, you about to say something? Yeah, Rich, you definitely called it. You definitely, definitely called that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree. I think that it's like, yeah, just take take all the time you need to make it better. Like, uh, we're not in any drought of games to play. So, like, yeah, it just gives us more time to catch up on our backlogs. Yeah, you know, as as I had mentioned uh, at the towards the start of this podcast, yeah, I mean, I still haven't played Horizon. Uh, Persona Five is another game that I I would love to play. So, yeah, I need oh, time to, to to play that stuff though. So. Yeah, so, some stuff has to get delayed. You know, I, I, I do suspect God of War is going to be the next game to get to, to get pushed to 2018, and I'm fine with that, too. But, yeah, need the time. <laughs> so how about, how about you, Gary? What yeah. do you think about this delay? Yeah, I think it's warranted because, you know, um, Rockstar are almost like Nintendo when it comes to, like, QA and, and stuff. Like, their, their games are always super polished. There's never any like major issues and glitches and stuff with their games. So yeah, take all the time you need. And I mean, GTA five is still selling a lot of money, so it doesn't really matter when they drop, you know, uh, Red Dead because they're they're good. 
So, yeah, just take all the time you need. I just uh, actually, I, just I think call- this is this is better. Oh, go ahead. I was, I was, I was, I just want to call it right now. Uh, I'm just gonna say, um, I, I keep, I keep close ties with with uh, Rockstar and man, if you if you just follow the the stuff that they're hiring for, man, this game is about to. Ch- I, I mean, I'm calling it now. Red Dead Redemption Two is gonna change everything. I just, it's man, it's. I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. But I, it's gonna change everything. I'm just, I'm putting it out there now. It's gonna change. It's gonna change. People are gonna, people are gonna look at, look at it and go, okay, that's, that's what needs to happen. That, that's, that's what we need right there. Yeah, I can believe that. I fully believe that. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it is going to change the game, so to speak. Um, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I, one thing I will say, I know when we first saw the trailer for the, the, you know, that they showed. I mean, you could tell in that trailer. This game is not coming out in in, in uh, holiday 2017. This is just uh, there was no way. Uh, we didn't see any gameplay footage yet. All of that footage I thought was cinematic um, footage that they took. Now, with that said, uh, do you guys think that we will still see a trailer at E3, maybe at Sony's conference? Hmm. I hope so. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something. <clears throat> I don't think it's necessary, but it would be cool. So, I, 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 I'm going to make a, a, a weird prediction now. Uh, my prediction is, if you don't see a trailer at E3 in any way, shape, or form, then maybe this game is not going to come out in the spring. I mean, it'll come out next year, but maybe it's going to get pushed out a little bit further. Um, I mean, I know Rockstar typically they like to do their own thing with these reveals, um, but I just feel like if it's coming out next spring, that would indicate that that's going to be before next year's E3. So we would have to see it between now and then, whether it's the video game award show or they just reveal it and just drop the trailer at any time. Um, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, they, yeah, they usually stay away from E3. They've been that way for a while. So I mean, like I said, probably the Game Awards or something like that. Something in the fall, or maybe just some announcement on their own. They might just come out. Hey, here's a new trailer, and we're gonna show it on Thursday or whatever. And then people will wait all week to see it, and it'll blow everybody's minds. But yeah, that. I mean, if they did something E3, that E3, that would be really, that'd be really good. It, it would really be, a, you know, it wants to. It, it'd be good to keep the name. You know, in the lexicon. So, I mean, you'll, you know, people will be talking about it from here. You know, it'll be a, a buzz throughout E3. So, that'll be, a, it'll be good for them to do that. I hope they do. And uh, one other thing, maybe if not uh, E3, PlayStation Experience, because they do have that deal with Sony. So, uh, that's another possibility. I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. It's, it's possible. Uh, how about you, Gary? What do you think? Yeah, uh, considering when it's dropping, I would put my bets on PlayStation Experience for, you know, another trailer or gameplay or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it happened at E3. <laughs> we'll see. But I do, I definitely feel like we will get something else, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, again, you know, 
it's totally fine to delay the game. We, we already know what Rockstar is capable of, the quality that they bring to their game. So the, 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 the delay is fine. Now, we are going to be talking about that again later because we have to talk about a, a few other games. But uh, we'll get into that discussion in, in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, any other thoughts on the Red Dead Redemption 2 delay? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, Gary, so perhaps you know a lot more information about this particular topic we're going to get into next. Sticking with uh, PlayStation, uh, we, we, we did find out this week that uh, the Uncharted movie that has been in development for quite a while, it's been talked about for a while. Well, now we have found out that uh, the uh, actor who is going to be playing Spider-Man in the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming movie, Tom Holland has now been casted as a younger Nathan Drake. Um, so I guess that what they are doing with this movie now is it's going to be a prequel as opposed to a, uh, you know, some of the stories we already know about with, you know, Drake as a much older man. So uh, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this particular uh, decision. I mean, and whether or not you think this is actually going to be a good movie, because you know, nine times out of ten, these video game movies they, they just are not, they just don't don't deliver. So, uh, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this particular topic. Hey, Gary, you you can go first. Yeah, uh, this is very interesting because um, they've been trying to um, you know get this movie off the ground for for years now. Like, I remember um, it, it was a good few years ago when we first started hearing about um them making an uncharted movie so yeah um the fact that they like when i found out they casted um tom holland i was like huh like that doesn't make sense because he's like <laughs> real young <laughs> but then i, then I, then I saw <laughs> then i saw it was, it was um a prequel so i was like okay that makes sense but then i'm thinking like naughty dog themselves created a plot hole for young drake because like we all know in Uncharted 3, you know, it starts off with him being young and meeting Sully and stuff. And then, you know, in Uncharted 4, we find out he has a brother, but the brother was never referenced in Uncharted 3. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this prequel and how they're going to approach that. You know, um, is the brother going to be there? Is he not going to be there? You know, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, approach they, they take with it. And if it will tie into you know the games and stuff in terms of the stories they tell hmm. but uh, what do you guys think yeah when i heard it i was like i was kind of like you swift i was like um okay and i was like okay so, so it's got to be he's, he's gonna he's gonna be a young, young young drake and i was like okay that's cool but i don't understand like I'm playing Uncharted Four right now, and I, I've, I've said it before. You guys have heard me say it. If and I, I'm not trying to start anything, but if Nathan Drake was black, you would look at this whole franchise like, man, this is the craziest thing in the world. Because I'm you when you play in the game, you're like, there's no way this dude is this lucky. There's no way that this this, this in a story this is just way too over the top. Like you know, it's just crazy. Um, uh, I don't know. It looks. I'm just waiting for the trailer. I have to wait for the trailer because it. I don't. It, you know, it depends on who's. Anybody knows who's directing it? Uh, do they have one? Yep. I don't know if they have a director or not, but it depends on who's directing it. And 
and what you know what naughty what naughty dog lets them get away with i mean if it's anything i mean if they can if they can come up with any kind of quality like uncharted 2 yeah it don't matter who's it don't matter who drake is it's gonna be dope if they can come up with if they can get it to the the, the production level of of uncharted 2 yeah it's 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 that's the it's, it's good but i you know hollywood hollywood is not then you know i can't put too much stock in hollywood so to speak because you know that's they kind of <clears throat> ghost in the shell um they kind of um messed up messed up a lot of uh franchise uh, uh properties so it's kind of i don't know we'll see i don't know so I, I I do have a very quick update on that. Uh, the director is a is a guy by the name of Sean Levy, and if you wonder what movies he's done, Wait well, he has done Night at the Museum. Those movies. Oh, wonderful! This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh. oh man! Now those are great movies for what they are. I, fun. I, yeah. I love the movies. They're great movies. Um. The effects will be on point. <laughs> that's all I. That's uh, that's all I got. The, the effects will be great. That's, that's all I got. I mean, yeah, it sounds to me like this is mostly going to be up to the screenwriters. Then um, I can definitely say that if there is a video game movie that will not suck, like Uncharted is way up there for games that have that potential, or game movies to have that potential, because like you know they're cinematic games in the first place, but. Um, obviously we'll have to see. We know almost nothing about it right now, but man, that's, that's really, really interesting. I can't wait to see how this turns out now. That's, that's awesome that that's the director. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he would do the job. Maybe. Oh, I gotta say, it can't be more over the top than the games. That's, <laughs> you, 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 if you, if you get any, any crazier than the games, you've, you've lost them. You've passed the mark, but it's you know like you like you said like you said that the, the games are cinematic so i mean it's you can't if you just follow the game formula you should be good but do you guys think this is going to be better than the assassin's creed movie oh come on yes. gary is that a serious <laughs> question okay first and foremost let me let me just make sure that i you know make sure that I, i'm very clear I, i'm a fan you know i, I still give ubisoft a, a chance to make a good game because I very much enjoyed Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. But the movie, um, man, no, no. There's too many issues with that film. And Michael Fassbender is an excellent actor. He was excellent in Alien Covenant, but that movie also has some issues. You know, Just ask Brian on the throwdown and he'll tell you all about how horrible that movie was. But, uh, yeah, I, I just... Uh, Man, no, I don't think we can even compare that because Assassin's Creed, it, they they had some interesting things in the movie, but it never really. If you if you've ever played the games, uh, the first couple of games, the first game in particular, uh, you instantly would see well they have changed a ton of stuff with the story in this particular game, in this particular movie rather. Uh, so no, no, we can't make that comparison. Uh, but maybe it maybe it could work. You know, maybe it can work. Uh, we have to see how Tom Holland does in the actual Spider-Man movie. I mean, I know he was in Civil War and he was great, but that was only for a little bit of time. I need to see how he is for throughout the whole film um, to see whether or not he'll be good for this particular role. But I guess we, we, we can give him a chance until we see the trailer. Uh, then, then you'll yeah. know whether or not this is going to be horrible. 
I can't like I could definitely see him as like young innocent Nathan Drake, but I can't see him like I don't know the his acting skills obviously, but I can't see him like growing into the like confident like strong Nathan Drake like adult character. You know, he's too like childish right now. You know what I mean? But yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But like he works with Spider Man because that's the kind of character Spider Man's always kind of goofy and like somewhat innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and the thing is, you're right. And the thing is, is that while this is going on, now, I don't know when this movie is going to actually get shot, but they've already announced another Spider Man. He's already in the, uh, the next Avengers movie, so uh, this this is a guy that's still going to be playing Spider Man and still be that same character. Now you're asking him to take on this other role, so it's going to be very hard for people to be like, well. Yeah, if the character's meant to be young like he is in Spider-Man and now in this Nathan Drake thing, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, it's just going to be a very interesting uh, situation. But uh, I am hoping that the movie does well. I, I just know, though, these video game movies, uh, man, they, they need some help making them good. So I don't know whether or not this is going to be good, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until we see the trailer. If it, and if it looks like it's horrible in the trailer, then okay, thumbs down. But we'll see. <laughs> I'm just glad they finally realized that they need to have a, a teenage person playing Spider-Man instead of having a 30-year-old dude playing a teenager. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that... I like Andrew Garfield, but come on. Come on now. <laughs> to, to be is a good yeah, actor, does, but come he on. Look, he does look bad young, though. He looks, yeah, he does. I mean, I, I was glad about that. When I first time, I was like, okay, he's a he's a kid. Okay, that's good. He's supposed to be a kid. You know, dude, dude's got to shave every day on the set because you know they want to show you don't want to show his facial hair on the in the in the in the scene. Come on now. Wait, he has facial hair. No, I'm just saying, like it's with Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield. It's like they're they're all like you know they're in their thirties playing a teenager. I'm like, come on, man, get out of here with that. <laughs> I, I mean, if they could just, if they're gonna do the, the young Nathan Drake, go back to Uncharted three. Notice how that worked, and go from the, and go from that go from that angle. If they go from that angle where he's meeting just meeting Sully for the first time, that would be great. That I think they if they could go from there and just take that little segment and and go forward with that, it would be it would be awesome. If they just take that, they got the that like... formula. That formula was great. If they're doing young Drake, that means some essential characters are going to be missing, though. Yeah. Well, we know Sully, right? Yeah, yeah Sully like, will be there. But, like, what about Elena and Chloe? Like, you're not going to have them because he didn't meet them until he was an adult. So. Maybe they'll change True. that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can totally see them changing that. Uh, Gary, you know, they have to have the kid. The kid has to have a love interest, right? So, yeah, you're going to see little Chloe. In this movie, you know, <laughs> and this is how you'll know that it's that it goes downhill when they start adding in all this other stuff is not supposed to be in there. Yeah, so, it's gonna be hella young. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's basically yeah, it's basically gonna be like um you know Gotham that show is basically gonna be like that. But... <laughs> oh God, I hope not. I love Gotham, but man, they man they just. Mm. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they would, yeah, they'd have to do like a little like a little Chloe or. Maybe it'll be somebody else or something, and you know, it'd be like a flashback in the next movie or something. I don't know, because I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to make a franchise out of it if it at least if it makes any kind of money. Oh, definitely. Um, Hell, even Assassin's Creed is being a franchise still, isn't it? 
Because I think it made money really? still. I'm pretty sure. I could oh, yeah. be wrong on that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. it you see, it, it made it made a ton of money uh, overseas. Uh, and that, that was what convinced Ubisoft, okay, yeah, we made an excellent movie now, so we're going to now make some more Assassin's Creed movies. That's what was conventional. Yeah, so. man. It's, yeah, they need to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, for, for a while there, you know, you kept seeing all these games come out and the games were the story for the games were terrible but sometimes the games are still good but the story was just terrible but now you're seeing all these movies i'm like hollywood get get it together man come on do some. i don't know it's it's like it's like every like everything everybody does well for a little while and then they fall off and then like the gaming industry does it and then the movie industry does it and there, there'll be a good you know a good run of movies for a while and all of a sudden they'll fall off and then there'll be a good run of games for a while and then they'll fall off i'm like guys Get it together. It's, you know, it's just, come on. Yeah, right now, TV and games seem to be doing it all right now. TV is killing it right now. But I'm optimistic. I don't know. I think it'll be pretty good. It, it, you know, as long as it's a good popcorn movie, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that, as funny as it is with the uh, director, um, I think that it has a decent chance of being good. Like I, I, I agree with that. I have higher hopes for it than I do Assassin's Creed. Like, even though the Assassin's Creed trailers, they like, they were weirdly, they weren't awful. I think because they had a lot of fan service in them. But um, you could still kind of tell something was a bit off with those movies. So hopefully, yeah, once we see this trailer, it'll be a little bit different. I think a popcorn movie would be great because that's what the games are too. The games are kind of popcorn games, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, All I got to do. Like I said, just play us at just play Uncharted two before you start writing, and, <laughs> and there you go. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say this very quickly before we move on to the next topic. Uh, I, I will agree with you, Max, that uh, that the Assassin's Creed trailers look promising, but the minute that they decided to add that Kanye West song to that that oh, trailer, I about that. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That was it, son. I said, "What the hell is this?" Oh man, that was it. Game over. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I, I forgot about, about that. that too. I forgot about that too. And like everyone was instantly making new ones with other songs, and it was way better. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But it's all—it's all good though. It's, it's all good because they—they made their money, so you, you will see another uh, Assassin's Creed movie in the future. So we'll see. <laughs> so uh any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to the next topic <laughs> okay so so sticking with the theme of breaking hearts uh max discovered a story today that broke my heart when i saw it uh this was a story about remedy uh you know the makers of alan wake quantum break um and max Payne. So pretty much they had an interview with Eurogamer recently. And in this interview, they stated that Quantum Break was actually supposed to be Alan Wake 2. The reason why it was not Alan Wake 2 was because Microsoft said, we want a new IP. We don't want uh, to have some of the same IPs, Uh, which is fine. um, But they did say when they pitched them, they had this whole idea about using live action in a TV show. That was the part that Microsoft liked more than the whole thing about it being a sequel to Alan Wake. So with that in mind, we didn't get Alan Wake 2. We got Quantum Break. And I, I, I did review the game in the past. I did say the game is, is, is still good to a degree. 
but I asked myself, where the hell is Alan Wake 2 at? So now I know the answer to that. Very, very, very heartbreaking to hear this news, but... Uh, oh, man, that's terrible. Yes, yes. Uh, and in that same interview, they did state that uh, they're working on two new games now that will be multi-platform, but they were very clear, this is not Alan Wake 2. Uh, we own the Alan Wake IP, so we're going to bring that back when we feel as though it is the right time and it's a good business decision. We don't want to do that right now. So I do respect that particular part of the statement because I, before I didn't know whether or not they owned the IP. I thought Microsoft owned that IP, so now I know Remedy owns that. So when they do decide to actually do it, it probably will be on all platforms, except for the Switch, you know, because I don't know if it's going to be able to run on the Switch. Um, but I did want to ask you guys, though, what do you think about hearing this particular news? Uh, do you think that the game would have sold well if this was an Alan Wake 2 instead of a Quantum Break? Or do you think that they, uh, you know, Microsoft made the right decision to want to do something different with Quantum Break? Hmm. I, I think that it should have been Alan Wake 2 after hearing this news. Like, I, I, I like the fact that um, Remedy still owns the IP. Um, I get why Microsoft was like, no, we want it to be like our own IP that we own, a new one. But hell, Alan Wake 2 would have generated so much like, um, what am I looking for? What's the word? Um, buzz. Buzz, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> but, um, Alan Wake 2 would have been huge. Like that game has been people have been waiting in that game for so so long now like since the last console generation and early last console generation too for that matter but um i think wasn't quantum break one of the first games to be xbox play anywhere too if i'm not mistaken so i think that would have been a great way to push that service even though it was coming to like pc and uh xbox it wouldn't be like the xbox exclusive it would still push people to like be on the xbox brand even though the windows 10 store fucking sucks people would have dealt with that for alan wake too i think assuming development went well of course assuming everything went well but like it's kind of a shame i missed that game i want to play it a second one so badly like most people do Mm, I don't know. I, I, it's really, it's it's really disappointing. Like just hearing that is just like, oh man. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I, like like you said, Max, I I get why Microsoft wanted a new IP. Quantum Break was great. I had no problem with. It. I love the game. I like I like Quantum Break anyway. So I mean, anything they put out, I'm just I'm pretty much down. Um, it's a little. They need to work on Alloway too. Then. I mean, I, it isn't. It's, why wait? I mean, I know you want to wait till it's time, but I don't see a better time. At least start working on it. I mean, it's that's just. I mean, people people are ready to put money on that now, and this thing you ain't even announced it yet. Um, I don't know. It's it, it's it is it's kind of sad. <laughs> it kind. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I mean, I love Quantum Break, but that man, I mean, because Alan Wake was just so groundbreaking. It was just such a a, a pivotal game that a lot of people are still a lot of people just picked up now because it's they they're it's on like a major deal you can you can buy it for basically nothing and um, because they lost the music rights or something um, now they people are realizing this is a really good game so uh, it's kind of I mean it is what it is you know it's business is business but I mean we need to Alan Wake too that's just terrible 
it broke my heart, dude. It broke my heart. I'm like, what? I no, I agree 100. percent uh, Gary, you about to say something? Yeah, I, I don't. I fail to understand the logic of Microsoft sometimes because they have a lot of um, IPs that they established back on the Xbox 360 that they just choose to ignore now for some reason like um I understand the politics behind them wanting to go with a new a new IP because they would own it but at the same time they should be thinking in terms of like um the interest level of consumers and there's a lot of consumers out there who want Alan Wake 2 and have been waiting for it so I, I feel like that would have been way more beneficial to them than Quantum Break so, um, you know, even though they didn't own it, they should have went with that because, I mean, they could have they could have did some kind of exclusivity deal anyway, even though, you know, it's Remedy's IP. So I don't understand their logic with that decision, to be honest. Um, but I think uh, where they're at with it now is is good for consumers because um, I'm sure Remedy are going to if they're not already planning Alan Wake 2. Or, you know, maybe they've even started working on it behind the scenes. I'm sure we're going to get it soon, like now. And it's going to be multi-platform. So, you know, that's going to benefit the majority of gamers in the long run. So, I think we're at a good place right now. That's interesting. Um, I think it'd be great to be on multiple platforms. because. Um, but according to the article, they said there's like almost nothing that they're doing with Alan Wake 2 right now, which sucks. Because they said every time they bring it to a publisher or something, it just doesn't feel right. And the publisher always wants to change shit up or something like that. I think it would be dope if Remedy went like independent with it, if they ever could. And so they can make all their own decisions on it. I think if they're able to do that, that would be the right time for Alan Wake 2. Um, and they could really make the game they want. Because I think, Gary, I think you're right. I think they definitely have an idea for it. Because they say they keep bringing it to publishers and stuff, and they have been doing that over the years, but it just hasn't worked out. But they have to have something, like, that they're working on with that game, you know? There's no way they're just, like, letting it sit. Yeah, now, uh, well, that kind of that kind of sucks. It, like, it would be good if they could just, you know, self-publish it themselves, but... I think when it comes to publishing, they would probably need like an entirely new team to handle like the publishing side of it, which, you know, I don't know if they have the infrastructure for, but I definitely hope they manage to arrange something where they don't have to give up creative rights or anything to the game. Now, now I, I, now I, I, I would like to ask a question that, that may be controversial, but I figure, well, we're already in the area of the question, so I might as well ask it anyway. What do you think if Sony made an offer to assist with them publishing that game. Do you think that people will get angry? The people who, you know, on Xbox or Microsoft, you know, what do you think would happen if that was to... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That goes without saying. There'll be a lot, there'll be a lot of angry people. But, uh, yeah. but, I mean, with this whole new generation, a lot of people are spread out anyway. So, a lot of people who had Xbox 360s now have PS4s anyway. So... I mean, you got to think of the gamers, ultimately, the consumers. So if it, if it makes the most sense, then, you know, hey, go ahead with it. But I'm pretty sure they must have approached Sony already based on what Max said. But go ahead, Max. 
I think that would be awesome if Sony helped them out, just because based on their recent pedigree, they're letting developers like kind of do what they want for the most part. You know, like with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Guerrilla Games doing that, like not wanting to continue the Horizon or the uh, Killzone series. I think we talked about that a little bit ago now, a couple episodes ago, where we talked about how Sony tends to give, or it seems like they're giving the developers a lot more freedom in general and just kind of letting them try out these new ideas. And let's be honest, Alan Wake 2 would probably be something like way over the top and awesome, kind of like how the first one was. Like, I'll bet you it'll be very different from the first one as much as we love the first one. I bet you it won't play very similar at all. And I think that Sony would be a great, like, a publisher to help them out with that kind of stuff. I think that would be really cool, even though Xbox gamers would be pissed, but like, hey, at least we'd be getting the damn game, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, man. It's, if Sony, I, it's, it's one of those things I've been talking about on different shows. Um, like I said, Microsoft's got to do something. If, if Sony were to get Alan Wake, yeah, uh, that would be <laughs> that would be that would be really bad for Xbox. I was, it just would be. I don't. Like I said, I mean, like I've, I don't know. I've said it before. I've said it a couple of times. I'm like, um, this E3 is going to be very interesting because it's we get to see what Microsoft's doing, and they haven't let anybody get a hint of anything. And I've said it. If 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 okay with the Scorpio coming out. If Microsoft doesn't have, and I'm saying it, I, I haven't changed my thought on it. They have to have at least five console exclusive titles to matter. Because if they don't, I, I'm sorry, I mean, three is not going to cut it to me. It's just not. You got to, I mean, you got to have people, people need a reason to buy a Scorpio or an Xbox One, period. And right now, the way that the way the industry is now, nobody needs, nobody needs to buy an Xbox One. You got If you can get a PC, you, if you have even if you have a decent PC, most of the stuff most of the stuff that's on Xbox will run on PC. They're doing the, the play everywhere thing. So there's only like literally three or four, maybe three exclusive titles for the Xbox One. So I mean, my, Sony's destroyed them this year, this this year, just decimated them this year. Microsoft's got to come. I mean, they got to come with their triple A game. They cannot half step this year. Or it's. I mean, I don't want to say it's a wrap, but it's not going to look good. And I got. I got a lot of friends in Microsoft, man. But y'all, man, you got to. You got to bring it. Quit, quit playing and coming with it, man. Because or, or it's, it's going to be done. So, so I, so I do have a question. So you said you said it has to be five games. Got to be five. So, so okay. Let, let's go down the list very quickly. You know. Uh, so, will Forza account? A new Forza game count as nope. one? Up. Nope. What about what about Crackdown? The reason the reason I even the reason I'm even saying Crackdown is because I'm a Crackdown fan. Uh. I mean, but it, no, I mean, but this cannot be a play anywhere deal. This has to be exclusive to the console. Uh, I know they've already said Crackdown Three is going to be play everywhere, but they have to give people the reason to buy an Xbox One. They it's it just makes sense. I mean, think about it. If you didn't have an Xbox One now. Like I got friends of mine who who are just now getting into PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, so my buddy who has a really good PC, he's like, dude, I don't need an Xbox One. I've got a PC. I, I, all the stuff I want to play on Xbox One, I play on on play on PC. So he bought a PS4. That's just more sales for Sony. So Microsoft wants to compete. 
five, three's not, three's just not enough. Because think about it. You had Neo, Near, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's, <laughs> just the first half of the year. That's the first half of the year. Yeah. Give me a break. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, then you had Last Guardian right before. Come on now. Microsoft, I mean, I'm serious. Five, five's, five's the minimum. You have to have at least five exclusives. At least. Three is definitely not going to cut it. Especially this year. I mean, you got to, I mean, what is what has Microsoft brought out this year so far? Halo Wars 2. That's it. Yeah. The, and, Halo Wars 2 is a great game. Halo Wars 2 is a great game. Come on now. And I, and I also heard they're working on a new game called Scrapbound. Um, God. That's also coming out. Yeah. Stop reminding me. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'll say it again. Uh, Microsoft, you need to go to Platinum. You need to hand, you need to humbly apologize on video to me, me and my, uh, the Platinum Games. Get Scalebound back on point and bring that out. Quit playing. I'm dude. That that's the biggest disappointment from Xbox this year. That yeah. I'm I was I was almost done. I'm like, nope, well, okay, with hey, hey, no Scalebound. That's it. That's it. Yeah. They have nothing else coming out this year except for the fall. Yeah, I know. And I know. A lot. You know, I, I I just gonna say I know a lot of people that was looking forward to scale battle. So when they heard that, I agree hundred percent. They were very disappointed. That was it for them. They said, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Platinum Games fan from day one." And when I heard that news, I was like, "Up, oh, it's over." <laughs> I, it's, I, that's first thing I said. It's over. It's, it, you're done. It's it's over. You can't you can't piss Platinum Games off and expect them to come and bring you some. No, fix it. Give them some money. Do whatever you got to do. I don't care what you got to do. Bring Scalebound back, because that was that was the man. That was the one thing that you had. That people, I know people when they cancel. I know when they canceled that people sold their Xboxes. Oh wow! Oh, I have three friends that sold their Xboxes because they were dying to play Scalebound. And I was like, yeah. I mean, hey, I got my Vanquish. I got my Vanquish fix again on PC. So, I'm, but you know, I'm just like, you, Microsoft, come on, you got to do something. And I, I, I'm praying, I'm rooting for you guys at E3. I really am. I'm already. I mean, Nintendo's good. I'm. I'm not even worried about it. Nintendo. You're good. You're good right now. Microsoft, you got to come. You got to step it up. I'm serious. It's. It's not even. It's not a game now. It's not. A, it's not even time to play around. Oh yeah. You no. I, I, yeah. I think. I think you are absolutely correct. This. This is. You know. I think we, we did say this on before on one of the co-op episodes. That this is definitely an important year for. Microsoft, and uh, even more so because you know Halo and Gears of War are not going to be out this fall. So nope. I'm very curious to see which games they're going to be launching with us with Scorpio. But Rich, um, we have Sea of Thieves. We have Sea of oh, Thieves no. coming. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! That's going to be. <laughs> hey, listen, that's going to be a sinking ship. You heard it here first. That could be a sinking ship. No, I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not sold to that game yet. Now, we'll see if they can sell it to me. At E3, you know, I know you got State of Decay, uh, too. Um, well, that's that name could be more than one thing. Let's hope that that game actually comes out this year. <laughs> could be a euphemism. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, 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 and Crackdown, you know, if it, I, I will tell you this right now, if Crackdown is delayed until 2018, I will oh, just I'm... tell Microsoft you need to bring the Scorpio out in 2018 because that is a game that you that I when I see Scorpio and they talk about cloud computing and all this other stuff that is a game that needs to come out with that system to emphasize that point um so 
but yeah, it's going to be interesting because I, I have no idea what uh, what they have planned. They, you know, uh, Phil Spencer has tried to say, "Well, I could, I, I maybe, maybe, I, maybe I have a huge title in my back pocket, and maybe I don't." Well, he damn sure better have something to show no, people. He, he, he can't say <laughs> I might, and I might, I might. He needs to be like, "I do, we do, he, I do." <laughs> yeah, really. I can't stress, I can't stress it enough. It's just, dude, it's. Not, I want Microsoft. To, I mean, the thing is, I just want Microsoft to. Either, I want the Xbox One to at least get to the point where it's close to the PlayStation. That's all. I just want them to get get enough, get enough buzz. Just get them back in the get them back. In people's ex in the lexicon, man, just get them back on people talking about because everybody I know who talks about gaming, it's either PlayStation or the Switch. Mm. And yeah. I'm, I did, you know, I mean, it's it's just got to happen. They, I mean, it's just it's 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 do or die time. Yeah, and like even like Lawbreakers isn't coming to the Xbox anymore at launch. Like I'm sure it'll come later on, but it's not coming anymore. Like that's an issue. Yeah, yeah when I heard that news, I was like, ooh, that's man. That 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 that's is like Cliffy Beat. Hey, but that, that that's a new story. I did forget. I, I did. Yeah, we did hear that earlier in the week, and um, I know people was not ha- happy to hear about that uh, news. Um, but you you're know, PlayStation fan, you were you're a PlayStation fan. You were happy, but one thing I will say though, didn't they announce when they announced this game? They are had said in the beginning it was coming to Xbox, also, right? I believe yeah. they said that, yeah. yeah they did. Okay, so that is the mistake that they made. I would not have announced any platforms until I knew for sure, okay, this is coming to PlayStation 4 immediately, but I guess, uh, I don't know. Because that's why people possibly got mad, because they heard, oh, it's coming to Xbox, and now it's not? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's a lot they of didn't even, they, didn't even say, they didn't even say it was coming. They just said, we don't know. Oh, well, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't, or they didn't give a definitive answer. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. They did, I don't think they said they don't know if it, per se, but I like they were like, uh, it, it might, it might happen. I don't know. I'm just, it's up in the air. I don't. It's not. No, man. That's if it does well know. enough, it'll probably come over. But I just don't see it doing super well. Like once, like the, like the cliffy beeness wears off. Like it just seems to me, I'm sure it's fun, but it just seems to me like it's like, it's not doing anything super standout. I feel like it's one of those games that'll like be cool for a month or two. To be fair, I haven't played it yet and I do want to play it and I hope I'm wrong. But um, from what I've heard and what I've seen, it just seems to be one of those games that'll be fun for like a month and then we'll just forget it. It happened. I mean, it's, I've been, I was in the beta and it's, it's, like I said, it's really fun. It's really, really fun game. I, I had a ball. I had a ball playing it. So, I mean, it's. That's good to know. If you got my attention. If you got my attention, I'm really, I'm not really picky. But if you got my attention, you got, you got something good there. So okay, oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> it's fun. It's really fun. So, I just so suck. At, I just, I just suck at those games. But it's really fun though. <laughs> so, so after hearing this news, I, I would like to say to, to, to tell Gary now, uh, I, I do believe that uh, I will make a, a bet with you, Gary, that this game will surpass Overwatch. When it actually comes out in terms of popularity, well, if it tries <laughs> to compete, with, it tries to compete with Overwatch. It's going to become the next Battleborn. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> damn! All right, all right, damn! <laughs> That's fired. Oh man. Um, 
We'll it kind of reminded me. I mean, it's. I mean, it's it's really fun though. It, it didn't remind me of Overwatch, but I mean, I I get, I get the appeal of the characters. I mean, ah, oh, ooh, that's a. Mm. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna try to compete. I mean, it's like I said, it's really fun. It, I loved it. It's really fun. I had a ball, but I had I had I had as much fun. I mean, I had fun with Overwatch too. So, but I don't actually own it yet. So, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's good. I liked it. I had a fun. I had fun playing. It's really fun. I don't ooh, Overwatch, man. That's crazy. Overwatch has got a like a fan. Fa- I mean, it had it had controversy when it first before it even came out. So, so I mean, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The people. Yeah, buzz about that game before it even came out. Yeah, you know, and well, I, I do know what you're talking about with the controversy. Some of that other stuff people worried about. But yes, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I definitely intend to, to to get more into it, see what it has to offer. But uh, as for um, the Alan Wake news, I guess we'll hear about that in the future, uh, whenever they they determine that it is the right time to publish it. But uh, look forward to seeing what happens with Remedy moving forward, uh, and and with Microsoft also. With their whole uh, E3 show, we are going to be talking about that extensively next week. So I, I look forward to seeing what uh, what they bring to the table. But um, five exclusives. I don't know if that's what happened, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll happen. It, it it just needs to happen. It just it, it's, it needs it just needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So. Uh, <laughs> Any other thoughts on this topic before we move on to our our main topic? I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm ready to talk about this one. This one's crazy. Oh yeah, I know Gary gonna have a lot to say about this as well. So uh, we do have some updated news on Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy seven remake. Uh, Square Enix uh, released a statement earlier this week saying that they are expecting to release both of those games within the next three years. Now, um, it's always possible that they it doesn't happen in 2020, but you never know with Square Enix and the fact that they are still hiring people to work on these games. Well, I, as far as Final Fantasy, yeah, th- that game, I think, is in very, very early in development. I don't know how far that game is. I believe that uh, Kingdom Hearts is a lot more farther along. But um, I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, what are your thoughts on the fact that it is going to now take maybe three more years before we get to see either of these games, whether or not you actually think it's going to be three years or is it going to get pushed out even further? Yeah, um, I mean, because people in the chat were talking about this. There's uh, someone was saying that um, it, it's not actually going to be like in three years that it could be like any time leading up to 2020 or so but um you know i mean they, they their exact words were it's coming in uh three years or so so i mean just from that statement <laughs> the, the also like that goes to show that it's probably going to be on the latter side of that three years so you know um yeah i mean I guess we, I mean, Rich, you predicted it. And, you know, we all said it's going to take a while for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out. Um, they spent a lot of time working on Final Fantasy 15. And they actually had the Kingdom Hearts team working on that game also. So that goes to show, you know, they're, they're probably very much behind in development on Kingdom Hearts. 
Um, I, I do still think there's a chance you might see the Final Fantasy remake before Kingdom Hearts because they have a different team working on it. Like, an, an, uh, it's an outsourced team that, that's actually making that game and Square Enix is just kind of overseeing it. So they might, you know, actually get that, get the first of, cause, cause it's going to be like three games. So they might actually get the first one of, um, you know, the Final Fantasy remakes finished before Kingdom Hearts. Like, you know, that's, that's actually a possibility, but yeah, I think, you know, we all kind of knew that it, these games were kind of far out and that we probably wouldn't be seeing them this year or next year. So. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's going to be uh, on the Lao side of that 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 three years or so, for sure. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe 2019 the earliest. I agree with that 100. Um, it's funny because we talk about games being delayed, and I'm always like, yeah, take your time with them until they're great. And then, and then Kingdom Hearts three comes up, and I'm like, damn, I just want that right now. <laughs> but um, I'm still okay with it. I am okay with them taking their time and waiting for it. I still need to like replay the first two at some point. I haven't played those in a bit, but um, I don't. I agree. I think it won't be coming until late 2019, early 2020, if not after 2020. Like I wouldn't even be surprised at that point. I think the lesson has to be learned after like Final Fantasy 15 and just a lot of their games in general. This shit takes a long time for them, which is okay, I guess, because we know Kingdom Hearts three. Like, whether, uh, assuming everything goes well, it's going to be a journey, you know? It's going to be a long, long game filled with stuff based on, if we're going based on the previous two games, which were back in the PS2 era. So, it'll definitely be worth the wait, I think so, at least. Mm, well, I'm kind of, I'm disappointed about the Kingdom Hearts 3 not being released in the next couple of years. Uh, I knew... I'm, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I, when they announced it, I'm like, okay, this is going to take forever. Um, I kind of, yeah, I'm really disappointed about Kingdom Hearts 3. I was kind of hoping, I was kind of ready to play that in the next, like, at least the next year or two. So hopefully, you know, maybe 2019 or something for Kingdom Hearts. Um, I don't know. It's, it's funny that they keep, they keep recruiting people and they keep hiring people to work on these games. And I think it's, I think what's happening is the because what I've heard about like Final Fantasy 7 is that the game is being like each the game is basically being redone with the new engine so it's basically going to be a totally different experience from the original game except basically except for the story basically but um and the fact that it's going to be multiple games I mean you're going to be talking you know you know one one game on one blu-ray one game on the other blu-ray it's you know it's gonna be they're gonna be huge uh kingdom hearts 3 just might i think kingdom, i think kingdom Hearts 3 is gonna be something to be be held be held when it comes out i mean I, it's there's so much anticipation and all these remakes and everybody's the kingdom, kingdom hearts still has the buzz you know, a lot of people are still. A lot of people I talk to are still going. Oh, it's vaporware. It's never coming out. I'm like, so they're like, oh, it's gonna be like the Duke Nukem of Square Enix. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's gonna come out. It's gonna come out. It's just. I think I think it's kind of like one of those things. Like a lot of Japanese developers have been doing this lately. Like they'll start on a game, or they'll like I think because I think Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts Three has a new engine too. So I think the engine has actually gotten away from them. It's kind of like the Breath of the Wild thing. Uh, they built an engine from scratch, and the in the world the engine just outgrew them. So they had to like 
retool the engine just to get the game to fit. So they have to like maybe even cut stuff out or maybe the team is just brainstorming and they're coming up with all these ideas and they're trying to pitch all this stuff. And, you know, it could be a it could be like one of those R&D nightmares where it's like, oh, my God, we've got too much. To, we got too much stuff to put in this game. I'm just I just hope it comes. I just, I'm just ready for it to come out. I'm just I mean, they can take their time. Just just don't take just don't take just don't let it be that that four year. Don't let four years run around and and you know, people might lose interest. I mean, not that you know they might not, they might lose interest until they you know until I hear it again. But um, I don't know. I think it's a good thing just that they're, they're taking their time, especially with Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, that's just I think they're actually hoping that they get this get lightning in a bottle again. I think that's what they're hoping for that and. I don't know. They can. They, they. If anybody could do it, they can. So, I'm looking forward to it. No, absolutely. And uh, one thing I did want to say is, um, yeah, the the game very well could come out well, well before 2020. It, it, it all depends on on what their focus is on now. I know that they also had spoke about this week that, uh, you know. That they near Automata exceeded their expectations because it sold so well. So now they want to really, really focus on getting a lot of these big titles out there. Uh, I don't know if they're going to announce any of the titles they're working on at E3, uh, but I, I do think that these two games are the priority at the moment. Now, I again, you know, I don't know if they're going to announce anything in a couple of weeks that they have been working on that is also considered a a, a big priority now, but. Um, I just, I, yeah, I think Kingdom Hearts 3, I think they know people have been looking forward to this game for a long, long time, so they have to know that, uh, you know, they need to try and get that done within a reasonable amount of time, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, just to play devil's advocate, like, E3 is coming up, so what if they just said that to throw us off of the scent and, you know, maybe one of the games is coming out next year? I would be a very happy human being. And I think most people would be as well. The Boy. crowd would erupt. The crowd would erupt. People would be crying. Yeah, seriously. seriously. People Definitely. would be crying like when they heard when they heard Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh my god, every other. Well, 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 it, well, well, you know, there, there probably will be tears at the Sony conference if Sony announces that Shinmu 3 is not coming out this fall. That, no, I'll getting... be mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done a reaction video, and I will. Oh my god, I will. Oh, I will lose my shit. I don't know. Shenmue, I could see Shenmue three not coming out this year. I could see that getting delayed. Yeah, I mean, speaking of games that are coming out in uh, twenty twenty, I think that's one of them. I hope not. <laughs> you don't even. You don't even know. Well, you actually. Well, you most of you guys do know, but man, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I mean. I lost, I, I lost my mind when they announced that, man. I was, whew, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. I know the people who we had that were there that year, they also lost their mind. Uh, they, they couldn't believe the news that they heard. It, that, that, that Sony conference was, that had to be a markout memory conference because of all the games they announced there. You saw Last Guardian, you saw that, and then you also saw the Final Fantasy remake. So um, that was a big, big show for them. You know, hey, but Gary, that's a good point. You know, if they they, yeah, if they said that to, to, to throw people off, that's that's interesting. Um, but you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Well, it's not, it's not like it hadn't happened before. I mean, it's it's happened before, so you never know. Oh, yeah, that would be cool, though. I mean, that would be really good. It, it, 
but it would be another. I mean, yeah, that would be another thing. Sony would just, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to be. I don't know. I don't know what I'm not trying to be, but I if Sony runs away with E3, I, I don't know what to say about Sony. I mean, by Microsoft, I just, it just, I don't know. So I mean, so you know, Sony brings it every year, but yeah, and I, I don't know. It's it's. I feel I'm feeling I'm feeling a little sorry for Xbox right now. I'm sorry. I'm just feeling a little bad. I feel a little bad for Xbox. I love my Xbox. I love it. I'm playing. I'm playing it right now. It's just I'm just man. I'm just I want. I want some success, and it doesn't look like it's coming. But you never know. <laughs> I don't want to sound like the Xbox yeah. in the room, but because everybody knows I, I like everything. But yeah. when, when you're messing up, I have to call you out. So. Absolutely. I, yeah. It's bad, but I hope I hope they come through. It's gonna be interesting. This year's this year has got to be one of the most interesting years as far as games go in a long time. Oh yeah. You got, oh yeah. You got all the stuff that came out this year just just from the just from that, and then you got all the stuff that might come out. The, you know, and all the announcements. I mean, that's just this is one of those this is one of those pivotal years. So. I hope it's fruitful for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, any other thoughts before we uh, wrap up the show? Well, I think you were about to say something else, Max. Uh, no, I'm actually pretty good. I just, I want that Kingdom Hearts 3, man. Like, Final okay. Fantasy Remake? Like, definitely. I, I want to check that out. As everyone knows, I still haven't played the damn game. I do own it. But uh, Kingdom Hearts oh, Three no, is like no, just, my just baby. Stop what you stop! Stop what you're doing <laughs> and go play that game. Just I know, right? stop. I have it on just, Steam. I, I think I'm waiting just, for summer. <laughs> just, just stop. Yeah, you just you play, to. stop whatever you're playing and just play that. <laughs> just you got to. I do need. It's, to. It's, it's uh, the I, thing. I get a lot of flag. It's, it's not one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. It's, it's but it's a really good game. It's not one of my favorites, but yeah. I, I definitely want to urge all those people who are waiting for Final Fantasy 7 Remake who haven't played the original I definitely urge you all to play that game because you have a lot of time to play it so yeah. like you have to understand <laughs> it a couple of times <laughs> you could probably fi- finally master Knights of the Round but yeah you have I to understand why that. it's such a classic yeah definitely Ugh. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. But, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show, Gary? No, nah, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> okay, so we want to thank you all for listening to today's co-op. Um, definitely would like to let all of you know to make sure you check out next week because next week we are going to be having our E3 prediction show. Um, I do expect Mr. Lugo to make a return by then because, yeah, we all will have something to say. Uh, as for the week that follows, um, that is still to be determined because normally when we have the show, we have the time we have it, you know, we'll actually be at the Microsoft conference. So I don't really know. Maybe we'll have a show later in that evening. We'll let you guys know what our details are next week for that. But uh, definitely come back next week because it's going to be a fun time just talking about E3. We'll talk about Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, Bethesda, Ubisoft, so on and so forth. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, We're going to start with you, Mr. Tipton. 
How about you plug your site and uh, give any shout outs that you would like to give? Oh, man, I, I want to say a shout out to you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Um, I got to get Venomous back on, man. I got to get over, talk to Venomous, man. Hang out with Venomous a little bit, man. I, I miss that dude. Um, I appreciate you guys, though, man. Uh, shouts out to my team at realtacogamer.com. Um, we're doing big things over there. Um, check us out if you get a chance. Um, we've got a lot of new shows coming up, so we got a lot of things popping up, popping off. So um, I just want to say, man, everybody just in, play what you enjoy. Just, you know, have fun. As long as that's the, the reason video games were created in the first place, where they have fun. So just remember that and you, you'll be fine. Just, just remember play, have fun when you have fun whenever you're playing, and just uh, enjoy it, man. Because that's what it's here for. And uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Hey, we appreciate you as well. Thank you for being on. And yes, a very good message for everybody to listen to. <laughs> All right, uh, Max. Any shout outs for you? Yeah, I agree. I think people tend to forget that at the end of the day, we just gotta have fun playing games. But um. As always, thanks everyone for participating in the chat. We had a very, very popular day today talking about all these topics. And that's cool because we didn't have, like we were worried we didn't have a whole lot. We were worried we didn't think we would have a whole lot to talk about, but we ended up having a pretty long and decent show. Had some good conversations on every topic. So thanks everyone for tuning in. And yeah, stay tuned for E3 predictions next week. Absolutely. Uh, And I also would like to thank you for being on as well, Andre. I would like to uh, give a shout. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Definitely give a shout out to everyone checking out the show, including the Patreon subscribers. Uh, And um, yeah, as as we've already said, make sure you come back next week because we are going to have our our E3 discussions. But even before that, we got a couple things dropping this week that you may want to check out related to some games that are going to be at E3. So look for that. Um, And uh, Gary, the floor is yours now. Oh my bad, I was muted. My bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely right. shouts to, to Andre for joining us today, and as always, shouts to all of the Patreon supporters. That's M. Collins, Sean Gorty, Stephen Ferron, Mauricio Aguilar, Him Dill, Fergus Mills, Lelowin Leslie, Nicholas Alvarez, and Nick Biazzo. Thanks for all of your support. We appreciate all of you guys. And um, definitely big shouts to Jake James Lugo. I hope he gets everything sorted this week. And I hope he's back with us next week for the E3 show. Uh, but yeah, um, shouts to everyone who joined us in the chat also. And um, to all of you guys as well on the show. Yes, absolutely. Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next week.